I mean, you watch that stuff and there's something inside of you. Even if you'd like, how many of you are like, I would never do any of those things. How many? Okay. <laughs> but even those of you who would never do that, isn't it fun to watch somebody else do it? Yeah. Okay. So man, there's something. That's why we wanted to show that because when we see these things, it just brings up something inside of us, this thrill for adventure. And I just want to so invite you right now to base camp. Thank you, my honey. No, I I do because, again, we've been living with this for months. But when you go to a base camp, all you know is right on the verge, as soon as I step out of this thing, I am going to go on the adventure of my life. And here's one thing I know. I know every single one of you want to go on an adventure. I know that about you. And many of you don't want to do that type of adventure, but you want adventures are all around us. There are relational adventures, are there not? And we want those. And so we pursue love and we pursue falling in love and we hate falling in love. And and then we love falling in love and we want to get married and then you have kids and then the adventure really begins. You know, it's just, it is. It's this crazy thing. It's an exciting activity. Here's Here's a definition that calls for enthusiasm. And I love this. And a readiness to undertake new ventures. That's what an adventure is. And the reason that we like adventures is because once you taste something, you realize, oh my gosh, maybe this is what will give me life. And all you do as a human being is try to pursue what it is that would give you life. So some of you go on adventures with food, don't you? Come on, I do. I mean, food is awesome. There's always something new to discover with food. Or maybe it's art and music for all of you creative people. Once you've seen something, you want to go to the adventure and discover more of what's out there. For some of you, it's your intellect. You love to study things. You love to discover things. And your adventure actually goes on inside your mind. And then once we maybe try our own adventures and they're not thrilling enough, what do we do? No? Move on. (laughs) I don't know about you, but we go to movies, don't we? Because if you go to a movie or if you read a novel, you do what we just did. We live somebody else's adventure. And the craziest thing is we feel it. And we like it. So then we do this crazy thing that human beings do. We actually fantasize. And we start to dream. Because what's crazy is everything you go after, there's one thing that I know that's true about whatever pursuit or whatever adventure you've been on. It may be satisfied you in one area, but I know it did it only partially. And so all of us in this room, if we're really honest, there's not one person in this room who's fully satisfied. Anybody in here fully satisfied? We're not. And we never will be on this planet. So what's interesting, because we're not fully satisfied, we pursue something and then we start to dream and we go, I know I have this, but it could be this. And we start to fantasize and we go, I know this is relationship is good, but man, if it could be really good. Isn't this crazy, you guys? There's something about us as human beings that nothing is ever enough. Nothing is ever enough. I love to travel. Anybody else love to travel? I remember the first time I went to Europe, I went to France. And I'm telling you, after I went to France, all, I mean, and it was awesome. You don't go to France and see Paris and go around the, the countryside and go, ah, that was good. I don't need any more of that. No, man. When you see that, now you're like, okay, now I got to go to Italy and I got to go to Germany and I got to go to Spain. I got to go to England. You know what I'm saying? See, we do this with every single thing. You guys work. And when you work, what do you want? You want a promotion, don't you? 
And you don't want a promotion necessarily so you can have more work, but you want a promotion so you have more prestige, so that you have more responsibility, more influence maybe, or more? Yeah, okay, the real reason. All right. So you want more money. See, no matter what your job is, you can feel like, I think there's more. I love my job. All I can think about is what else could be. And then you get money, and that's never enough. And then you, you have possessions, and those aren't good enough. You, you buy something, you're like, oh, man, I'll never need anything more until the new model comes out. Then you got to have it. We cannot be satisfied. And so, and here's what's crazy about human beings. The more you have, the more you Why? Why? Do you know why? Do you guys have any idea how big your appetite really is? Got a good job, live in a beautiful place, love my wife, have great kids, everything I do. It's never enough. You guys, your appetite is so big because it's trying to point you to something that's greater than anything that this world has to offer. That's why we're human. It shows us that we're created for something more. And all creation does is say there's something else beyond this created world. There actually is a source. There's a giver of everything that we see. And so this adventure, you guys, that we're going to go on, this base camp, what we're trying to prepare you for is the fact that we can, we really believe, and this is what Jesus Christ wanted us to know, you can actually engage with the thing that is beyond all that you're longing for. There is a creator of all of this. There is a provider. There is someone who actually put the desire within you. And this one is more beautiful than anything you've ever seen. He is more powerful, more creative. He's more complex. He's larger and he's more intimate than anything. And he actually invites you to go beyond the physical stuff into an actual relationship and experience with him. And that's the adventure. You guys ready? All right. Welcome to the adventure. Let's pray. Oh, God. I can't wait for these next few minutes. Would you just come now and open the eyes of our heart? Would you come and do what we've asked you so much for so long for this day to help us just get a glimpse of what our souls long for? And we just pray, God, I just pray that your word now would become so real, so powerful, so true. May we experience you even now, really, our creator, our longing, our life. I pray for it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys, so three points today. Here's what we're going to look at. The first one is the fact that creation actually points us to the adventure. And then the second thing we're going to see is that God or Jesus actually is the adventure. And that a relationship with him is how you live the adventure It's what our souls are looking for. Let's look at the first one here. Creation points to the adventure. I'm going to be in John chapter 1. If you guys have your Bibles, you can open up to that, or you can grab your uh, uh, iPhone or whatever and get on the web and grab that. U version is one of the things we use here. All the points are actually on that. Stuff will be up here as well. 
This is the most beautiful passage. Let's look at it. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made. Without Him (laughs) nothing was made that has been made. Now, let's just tear this apart, because that's kind of, you're like, whoa, what's that mean? It's a very funky deal. So I've been sharing this a few times lately, but when we go to this, in the beginning was the word, all right? Back then, there was a deep philosophical word that the, the, the Greeks were trying to figure out, what is the reason for life, okay? And what people in that culture called the reason for life was they called it the word, There was something that actually was behind everything else, and they were trying to figure out what it was. And so what Jesus says is, hey, listen, the Word is the reason for life. And as you go on this, what you find out is Jesus Christ was the Word made flesh, the reason for life made flesh, so we could actually see it. Now, let me, just, let me just help you out here a little bit. So all of us, if you, you know, and I don't actually wake up every day and think about, man, what is the meaning of life? I don't, but the reality is you are doing that. Every decision you make, you're trying to figure out, what's the reason? What's going to fulfill? What's going to make me work and really crank? So what happens is we look around the world and we see all these things point to it. One of the things that we have to know if you look at the created world is, okay, it's got to have something to do with love, Right? I mean, if all of us stop and we go, every human being I know needs to be loved and is longing for that. So apparently the meaning or the reason for life has something to do about community, has something to do about relationship, and it has something to do about love. The other thing that's interesting is every human being wants to work. Now, I mean, some of you go, no, I don't. No, the truth is you do because you want to know that you matter. You want to know that you actually bring something to the game. You want to know that you're actually productive that you produce something. And so we stop and we go, okay, so apparently the meaning of life, the reason that I'm here is actually to be involved in something larger than myself, myself, and I'm supposed to be able to contribute to that. I mean, studies, not even religious studies at all have found those two things to be true. Every human being wants to know that they belong and every human being wants to know that they contribute something. So apparently the meaning of life, the reason for life has something to do about that. Here's another one. There's no question that the reason for life has something to do with pleasure, right? Because we love pleasure. All of you who say, no, I don't want to work. I just want to have fun. Man, I'm telling you, that's me. I'll be honest with you, man. I love, and we all love pleasure, maybe in different ways. But that thing inside of us that just makes us feel good. See, there's something about this life that actually is about finding satisfaction and finding fulfillment. Let me give you the last one. There's something in this life that, that if we look at nature and try to figure out what this is all about, there's something about life and death in this world. Because when you do things that are good, there are good things that actually produce life. And they bring joy and they bring peace and they bring harmony to the world. And there's things that are bad and they actually produce death. And they rob us. They bring despair and they bring loneliness and they bring all this other. So we know, too, that there's something about this creation that's good and bad. So you guys, so what happens is, as human beings, we go, okay, well, then I'm going to pursue relationships and I'll find my meaning of life in relationships. 
Or we go, no, I'm going to pursue work, and I'm going to be really good at what I do, and I'm going to find my fulfillment in that. Or we pursue sex, or we pursue morality, or we pursue doing good things. And what we hope is, I'm going to find it in this. And what the Bible tries to tell us is, no, you guys, actually, all of creation, the reason for life created everything, and the reason he created it was so that you would taste something that would eventually point to him. Creation and what you're going after is just a taste of what it could be. You guys, you know, I mean, seriously, uh, it happened again this week. I came up early. I wasn't even hungry. And I got out of my car, and all I could smell was Pat's barbecue. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's just mean, right? But what happens is as soon as you smell Pat's barbecue, what do you know? There's something really good right over here. It's like that commercial, you know, the old cartoons, you know, and you just want to find, because you smelled something and you know there's something better. That's what creation does. Yeah, this relationship, this love stuff, it's good. It's pointing you to something better. Susie and I hike out in the nature and all of a sudden you'll hear a faint waterfall or a stream. You guys ever done that? Like, that's awesome, right? But you hear that and you go, oh my God, let's go, 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 let's go. And then you see this raging waterfall. See, everything down here on earth is like, whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? That sounds cool. And God gave it to us to point us to him. All of creation points to the adventure. It's not the adventure. The second point is the adventure is him. God is the adventure. Jesus is the adventure. You guys, look at this verse. In Christ was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness hasn't understood it. See, what he's saying here is, you guys, these other things that we think are going to bring us life aren't going to. They're just supposed to bring us to the one who is life. In Christ is life. He's the reason for life. He's the source of everything we see. He's the perfection of everything that we see. He's the absolute essence of everything that we see. And so we go around and, and, and we, we, we uh, do amazing discoveries. And I, I love you, uh, all of you, if there's any of you in this room, who actually do research. You know, I love the fact that you do that. And I'll just honestly say in the medical community, keep going. You know, as I meet my buddy Pat Pike down in the hospital and just know it's because people went after and tried to discover everything we could about the human body that Pat's still alive today. See, I love that fact. So go after it. But what's so amazing, you guys, is every discovery that we do where we go, oh my gosh, I found something. And we spent hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars and we found something. It's one idea of a limitless number of realities that are still mysteries to our curious mind. So we get all excited about that and here's God and who's omniscient and he knows all of that and he goes, oh good, you got that one. All right, keep going. Keep going. Believe me, there's way more. There's way more. Man, study science. Study everything. Study the sphere. Study the world. And the more you find out, the more you're going to find out how amazing this thing is I created. It's awesome. And so then we see beautiful stuff. And don't we? Oh my gosh, I got up this morning and just walked. Was that worship not amazing? I'm telling you, I, I listened to it all week and just wept. I did it again this morning. I was taking a walk and the mountains were a shadow of over on this side and the full moon was over here. And it's just so gorgeous. And that everything beautiful that we see is simply a small reflection, a tiny idea 
in the mind of the beautiful one. Oh my gosh, he's so crazy good. He is the designer of everything that's right. And so eventually we, we discover stuff and we go, we study psychology and we, we study the human mind and we go, oh my gosh, and we write books and we go, we figured out how to keep marriages together, right? And God's like, good, exactly. I'm the truth. And the more you discover, the more you're going to find out how life works. So you guys, do, do you see what I'm saying here? There is someone who's beyond everything that we think is so amazing. And he already knows everything. He's more powerful. He's more beautiful than anything we'll ever taste on this planet. And then it says that that life was the light of all mankind. Jesus Christ was the light for all mankind. So you know what that means? I mean, if you turn on a light, what happens? You finally go, oh, (laughs) that's what this was all about. You know, so basically what he's saying is we're wandering around the dark. And we're trying to figure out what's going to satisfy me. Is it going to be my wife? Meet all my needs, husband. Because this is what I need. This is what it's all about. How many of you have tried that? Good luck. Job. Satisfy me completely. Money, possessions. This is all I've got. And Jesus turns on the light and he goes, no, 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 no. I want you to understand something. I gave you all those things and they're good. But now what Jesus did while he was here is he showed us this is the adventure. You know what the adventure is? Here's a few things. One of them is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love each other. Love each other. It's the most important thing on this planet. And then what did Jesus do? He showed us how. He just did it perfectly. He was God in the flesh, and he said, let me just reveal to you how this works. And then the other thing Jesus showed us is he said, hey, and now let me show you what it's like to be to walk in a relationship with God. He goes, I know the Father loves me and I want you to know I love him too. And so I do everything he tells me to do. And when Jesus lived a life like that, he changed the world. He changed the world. So that life was the light of all mankind so that we could finally look at it and go, all right, I get it. And you guys, and here's what the most beautiful part of all that is is that Jesus came down and he said, I've showed it to you and I've lived it for you. I've turned on the light for you. And then he says this beautiful thing. And I came so that you could have the same life. I came to invite you into the adventure. And here's the third point, you guys. Is what he says is this. The adventure is living in a relationship with God with Christ. He is everything our souls are for, and then he invites you into it, and he says, come and be with me. Look at this as John continues on. It says, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world, and he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world didn't recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own didn't receive him. So so it's crazy. So Jesus comes down, and he says, hey, you guys, I'm going to show you what this is all about. But our human nature, we're so bent on figuring it out ourselves and we're so bent on wanting to be right. Anybody know that? We're so bent on wanting to do it our own way. So here is God who created everything, comes down and he says, hey, can I just show you what this is all about? And most people went like, oh, get out of here. We can do this. I'm going to do it my own way. I'm going to figure this out. But here we go. Look at this beautiful, 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 beautiful verse. Verse 12. But to all who did receive him, 
and to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural decision, natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Sorry, I need to find... Here it is. <laughs> Sorry for that interruption. You guys, this is the most crazy thing is you have this deep, deep longing inside of your soul. We're physical, so we're trying to figure out how to meet this with the creation. But we also know there's something spiritual. There's something deeper inside than just the physical matter that's going on. We have a soul. And what God says is this. I created stuff to point you to me. I came down to show you that I really am the adventurer. I'm the one who came up with all of this, and it will, nothing else will satisfy you but me. And then he says, you know what? A spiritual will, transaction will take place. And you know what it said? Anyone who will receive God, anyone who will receive Christ, anyone who will believe in his name, God gives you the right to become a child of his. A child of his. You know what God is saying is? Once you put your faith in me, a relationship with God begins. A relationship with God. And I just want to tell you, man, the whole Bible, everything that the Bible is trying to show us is that it, what, what life is all about is actually personally knowing God. Not studying him, not figuring him out, not doing things for him. It's actually experiencing and knowing him personally. Listen to this. It is possible for the reality of God to become more than intellectual. It is possible. It can flow over into all of you and into all of your life. The glory of God itself can come into your soul and you can sense his presence. And you guys, I just want to tell you, the only reason I'm doing what I'm doing today, the only reason I'm a pastor, I never wanted to be one. I mean, would you? I mean, serious. Who would want this type of job? But I'm telling you, once the glory of God becomes real to you. And once you finally have experienced the presence and the reason for life, you know what you'll do? Anything. 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 And that's why I'm here. I believe with every fiber of my being that you can know him. And I want you to know him. I will be here, I think, until my dying day. God's crazy. He can do anything. But I know Susan and I, it's like our plan is to be in this place until our dying day, helping every person in this valley realize and come to experience the reason for life. You guys, K2 the church is here for that purpose. We want you to know him. We pray like crazy. We try to work our butts off all week long, not just for this moment, but so that all week long you can experience and know God personally. And I just want to tell you, 
I love adventure. I love travel. I love hiking. I went skydiving, even though I'm afraid of heights. I want to experience the thrills of this life. But there's only one thing I'm giving my life to. And that is that you can know God through Jesus Christ. And once you taste that, you will finally know what your soul was created for. Jesus put it this way in John 17, 3. This is eternal life, that you might know the one true God and Jesus whom he sent. And I long long for that. And that's what base camp is, you guys. All base camp is, is to give you every tool and to equip you. So if you're here and you're trying to figure out, man, what's my next step with God? Because I'm seriously, would you guys really even come to church if you didn't think there was a God who could crazy affect your life? And why are you here? It's beautiful out there. I mean, religious stuff is just baloney. Don't get caught up in just trying to be religious. No, go after the one true God. And once you taste him, hold on to him. And he will take you on an adventure like you've never known. Let me just read a couple scriptures for you before we close. Philippians chapter 3. Is a, Paul is one of my favorite passages. Paul was a guy who was super religious, right, man? He had it down. <laughs> and so one day he's walking down the road and he actually has a personal encounter with Jesus Christ, with the risen Lord. And after that encounter, he's like, oh my goodness, this is actually what it's all about. So he puts his faith in Christ and then he ends up writing the whole new, most of the New Testament for us. It's just awesome. Look at what Paul says, and I just want to agree with him here. I once thought that these things, what are these things? All the stuff we've been talking about. <laughs> All your pursuits, your intellectual pursuits, your creative pursuits, your sexual pursuits, your work pursuits, your relational pursuits. All of those things, he says, I thought they were valuable. But now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ. Now, now check that out. What's he saying? Because it's not that relationships are worthless, right? It's not that working is worthless. God created all those things, and they have value in them. But look what knowing Christ has. How much value? Infinite value. It's the only thing that Jesus said, once you take this inside of me, you'll stop thirsting because you'll find what your soul was created for. So he says, for his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. Oh, you guys, I so want you to become one with him. So here's all I want to ask you if, 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 with base camp is as you go through this, you guys, simply just open up your heart. What is your, okay, man, how do, I, how do I have this? How can I actually know this God? How can I know the reason and not just get caught up in all this stuff? The first thing you got to do is just, all you got to do is open up your heart. You just got to make your soft, heart soft, make it humble, and make it open. And say, God, man, if that's you, then bring it on and show me. And then he just says, if you seek after me, he goes, if you actually really seek after me, he says, you will find me. And that's all base camp is, you guys. We created base camp as a way for you to seek after the one who will fill your soul. All right? Let me, one last thing. He goes on to say this. Not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but there's one thing I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal 
to win the prize for which God has called me, heavenward in Christ Jesus. And you guys, that's what, that just, when I read that, I go, that's an adventure right there. I mean, if you're at base camp and Everest is sitting inside of you, you walk out of base camp and you go, okay, baby, I'm making it. And you strain toward what is ahead. And you get together and you go arm in arm and we go, we're going to do this together. We're going to know God. You guys get it? We're going to know God. We're going to actually experience him. We're going to experience him changing our lives and filling us with love and joy and peace and purpose. And man, I'm telling you, that's why Jesus Christ came so that I could actually know God. I'm taking hold of it, baby. And I am far from it as well, but I am going on the adventure and I want to take you along with me. And it's going to be amazing.